talk about your outfit. We can. Cobra Kai never dies. Yeah, that's yeah. what I <laughs> Should so, I go put my vest on? I mean, it's it does complete your look. Brennan got a gi. You got a headband. <laughs> I will say the headband wasn't on this morning when I first came back here. That was a new addition. I added the headband for... Um, I thought it would look cool. You put it on for princess training. Put it on for princess training. Yeah. Princess training program. Oh my gosh. I had a fundamental fundamental one program with PTP. a new member today. And she, I was like, so at 8.30, we've got something kind of different going on. We've got a class on this side of the rig. And on this side of the rig, Bradley has a small group training. And she goes, oh, is that princess hour? And I'm like, oh, you just got here. And you already know. <laughs> you already figured it out. Did she listen to the podcast? I don't or know how she found out. Or That's check Wattify. That's cool. <laughs> So um, <laughs> if you haven't figured out yet or if this is your first time listening, we are. Uh, Let's be quick about this. Yep. I am Bradley <laughs> Schneller, um, mayor. This is <laughs> this is Emily Schneller, the detail queen. And uh, we have Miss Sarah Altabello, um, trap queen. Whoop, whoop. Holla. What? You look snarky. What were you going to say? I have good traps too. Oh, Damn. Jealousy is a bad look on you. You are not a jealous person. I am not a jealous it person. It doesn't look good on you. What no. about my traps? What about my traps? <laughs> okay. Can I be a trap queen too? Not for this podcast. Okay. Okay, move because. Do more upper body. If you listened to last week, we had like a 15 minute intro. Yeah, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're moving on. So um, today we're talking about bitch muscles. Oh. <laughs> that is literally how Bradley labeled it in our Google yeah. calendars. So we kind of <laughs> set out the, the topic meeting. for this podcast, <laughs> and it's endearing. It's endearing. I called it bitch muscles um, because people love to bitch about female muscles. Oh, is yeah. that why? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're rolling with <laughs> uh, I, I like that reasoning better yeah no it's true is it not and that's why we're here so i thought we were talking about bitches with muscles like females well yeah that okay. that, <laughs> that too. it's twofold okay. <laughs> yeah but it's endearing okay i'm ready it's like if you're english and you <laughs> call somebody uh, we're not going there all right Moving on. Okay. I'll fill y'all in later what that word is. Um, Got it. They say it in the boys all the time. Oh, yeah. I know. I okay. know. I don't know because I don't watch the boys. Well, we're not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. So what is, the, what is the problem? Tell me what the problem is. I mean, it. people want everything kept in neat boxes, right? And... I think muscles are something that we've identified as being purely masculine and something men should have. And so that idea is permeated into a lot of aspects of our culture from the idea of like how women should look, how they should eat, how they should exercise, um, the types of things they should do because they do or do not have muscles. Like it affects so much as a woman. Ooh, amen. Ooh, ooh. So I actually, a couple of years ago, did some research on this. And there is a lot of topics out there on programming men versus women. Yeah. Okay. Um, and even there are a lot of people that I follow 
um, that I enjoy their insight, I learn from, I look at their programming to see what they're doing. And they also have some male versus female program. I even did a workout because of that because I felt weird about it um, yeah. a few months ago. Remember? Uh, I think that's bullshit because it all comes down to an aesthetics-based purpose, but that is... Person-specific. It's person-specific, and it's implanted... Right, it's specific. implanted yeah. in our brain, you know, by society. I mean, think about some of the words we use in fitness and think about all the boutique studios that have popped up in like the last 10, 15, 20 years that are like micro movements with like light weights, like to target specific muscles and lift and tone. And you can't do that. Say it, Em. Say it. Okay. So I took a month. I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years now. I took a month off oh, gee. at one point and tried you go do? something else. I don't want to call it like specifics, but was it like a yoga, a bar, a Pilates? Bar. Okay. Kay. There's a lot of different bar yes. classes out there. Yes. The way, like, first of all, th- I, I took my first class and I was super sore. Like, Did it, it was, rhyme it with w- sure par? Stop. Stop. <laughs> 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 okay. The workout, like I was super sore the first time, right? The workout, I'm not knocking at all, but the way that the instructors spoke and it was a class of all women mm-hmm. but it was just so vastly different than what i was used to in the crossfit community and the things that they would say like the higher the heels ladies the thinner the thighs like i wanted to raise my hand and be like what if i want bigger thighs so i can squat more like yeah you know, like that is also I, the men that i hang out with like i'm thick <laughs> Okay. With two C's. <laughs> I mean, I grew up dancing, and I remember reading an article in a dance magazine. I was a teenager, and this was, I think, really when a lot of my own body dysmorphia was starting. And reading an article about a professional dancer who got fired from, I don't remember where, some like top level, well known company because she was too big. She was like five, six and 110 pounds and it was what her partner was getting hurt and injured from having to lift that and so she got fired and I mean in dance it's like criminal to have big thighs or broad shoulders like you would never get a job there and funny story I remember one of my friends she was it was leading up to her wedding and she was doing dance plus a bar class and she looked great but i had started training with gerald around the same time and i walked into ballet it was a tuesday night she said oh my god what are you doing for your arms and i said real (laughs) push-ups and that like floored her because women aren't supposed to do because that's a guy movement like that's gonna make you really bulky yeah so a well-known female uh internet personality i was having a conversation with her a few weeks ago and i said hey you look good she looks like she's been leaning out and doing some um other stuff and then she she mentioned to me some problem areas she was trying to target and i said well you should probably add in some resistance training and she said oh no I want to. I just want to look feminine, and I want to be like, what, what the fuck? Mean? I don't know, like. So, are you saying <laughs> my wife 
doesn't look feminine because she's jacked as fuck. <laughs> okay. Like, I was just so turned off by that that it was kind of like, oh, okay, bye now. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, why is that decided that just someone who is skinny fat with no muscles and is thin is feminine looking? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, if anything, like, I think for myself it's changed to, like, I, I have vastly different views of what is feminine. And to me, there is no difference if someone has a lot of muscles and I to me that shows like a level of control of themselves that I admire and that is really empowering and feminine as fuck. I think feminine is almost like an aura. It's an energy. Oh my yeah, gosh, can I just yeah. say the picture that you shared recently like before and after with the parachutes of like when yeah. you started with Gerald running with parachutes and then the other day we were together at the track and you had the parachutes on and you did a split screen of those two versions of Sarah, yeah. right? First version was like dancer, you know, very body dysmorphia, you struggled with a yep. lot. And then today, and your body has changed a lot, but can I tell you that your energy coming through in those photos was just yeah. night and day. It's completely different. Day. I I think so much we've put such a stigma on women gaining muscle and the difference between these ideas of masculine versus feminine and the physical traits that those should have versus the energy and the things you should do, um, that it, it often gets in the way of our health. So like me looking what a lot of people deemed as more feminine, I was a lot unhealthier. Yeah. I was way under eating. Um, sure. I had a super tiny waist, but I was exhausted and you can't tell me that that was healthy. I, I w just wondering, how many, and this is from a purely aesthetic standpoint, but yeah. how many compliments did you get in your body then versus now? Um, it's, I definitely get more now um, across the board. I would say I got a lot in the dancing world because I got was you. living in that. Um, and, and maybe that's the world we live in now. Cause I know a lot of women are like, oh, I want to look like Sarah or like, damn girl, your booty or your legs <laughs> or your arms or your back, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, It's also hard to say because, like I said, I was kind of in the height of my issues with body dysmorphia. So I don't know. Like a lot of it probably would have fallen on deaf ears. Like I look back at photos and I see myself as being very unhealthy. I mean, from just perspective like I was 20 pounds less than I am right now mm. and I don't like I look at myself and don't think I have 20 pounds to lose but I was surviving right. Right. at 20 pounds less but I remember like feeling like I was doing well but it still wasn't enough so I wouldn't be surprised if people were saying things and it was like it was that thank you but mentality right was joining the gym and like being a part of the CrossFit community, the catalyst for changing your mind about what you wanted your body to look like. For sure. I Me think, too. <laughs> and even before I joined Rue, I was more, I didn't dislike the way like women that did like CrossFit specifically looked, but 
I, I think shifting from that dancing perspective and still fighting those ideals of like lean and tone, I was definitely, I gravitated more towards like someone that does bikini competitions. Right. And like that became more of my ideal um, when I started working out in a gym, but it wasn't until I got to Rue that that just got completely blown out of the water. Yeah. When I started CrossFit, I definitely wasn't trying to achieve like a muscular physique. That wasn't what I thought that I wanted. Yeah. But I think being around really strong, capable um, women just changed my mind about, oh, like I want to look like that and, you know, have that kind of aura that we were talking about. Yeah. And you and I have both talked about having at some point that mindset shift of, Focusing less on that and more about what can I do. Yes. Yeah. Emily, how many, because you pretty much single-handedly handle all the new people that come into the gym. Yeah. So um, can you tell people real quick what that process entails just when someone is interested in the gym? Yeah. So they backstory. They fill out a form on our website saying that they're interested. We call it a jumpstart session. So the way that it works is they schedule an appointment with me. Um, and they come in, they get a tour of the facility. Um, we sit down and talk pretty extensively about their goals, what they've tried in the past, um, you know, what their kind of roadblocks are, what their reason for scheduling the appointment was. Um, then we do a movement assessment, um, which just involves me. It's quick, but um, me getting an idea of how they move, how they respond to cues, and then based on how they do with the movement assessment, I can recommend kind of the next steps to joining the gym, whether they need to do fundamentals um, or jump right into class. So I I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like 70% of our gym is female. Is that correct? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you handle or um, come across a lot of women trying to join the gym. Um, or applying to join group. <laughs> um, to see if we're a good fit. Yep, to and see I if we're legit good fit. have said, I don't think you're going to like right, it here before. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. How many mm-hmm. of those women have some warped idea in their head of, you know, muscle, strength, gain, that type of thing? Or how many just say, oh, I just want to look toned? Mm, or I think the population that I work directly with, people that are interested in the gym, is maybe different than the population as a whole. Um, Just because CrossFit and that word has kind of a, people kind of have an idea of what they're getting into now. It's been around for a while. Right. Um, But I do have conversations with women that are like, "Mm, I don't want to lift heavy because I don't want to get bulky. I have that conversation. How do you you respond? I think it's important to understand that women that do look bulky and lift heavy, like they're going for that aesthetic. Like that's what they or, want. They or are, maybe they're they're gaining a ton of muscle and their diet is complete shit. Yeah. 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 Or they're taking steroids. Yeah. So. But usually that is like you have to work really hard and eat a very particular way in order to look that way. You know what I mean? So Yeah, for the record, um, if you ever go to Emily's Instagram feed, there's plenty of pictures of her in a bikini. She's not shy <laughs> about that. Um, Emily, for the most part, eats almost the same amount of food as me in volume. So <laughs> I eat a lot. 
I don't think she looks bulky. Well, I remember having this conversation with Ashley Labar. People that are members of the gym know that Ashley is one of our longest members. She's been around for like six or seven years. Um, and I remember talking to Ashley when she came to check out the gym. And she loved the workout, loved it. Mm -hmm. But when I went to like tell her all the membership options, she was on the fence. And so I could sense that. And I was like, what's holding you back? And she told me, she was like, I don't want to look bulky. Ashley has a cheerleader's background. She, you know, is used to being, she is very petite, right? So <laughs> my only thing that I said to her was, I've been doing this for five years. Do I look bulky? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. And we've definitely had a few female members that have come in with that concern. And I'll say something similar or, I assure them, we're not going to force you to lift any certain weight or do any movements that you're not comfortable with. And I would say every single one has kind of changed their mind. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I did. I mean. Yeah, like we both did. Yeah. Sarah, why should women lift? I mean, it's, <laughs> you need muscle. You 100% need muscle. And so many women want to burn fat while Best way to do that is to gain muscle. It's the best thing that you can do for your metabolism. That is why Sarah and I can eat the way that we eat and the volume the that carbs. we do. You bitches are hummers. And still be lean because we have built up that muscle. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about wellness, I mean, you need muscle as you age. Um, to be able to function independently for as long as you can. And we're just talking about like basic day-to-day -day tasks. Right. I want to be able to do that for myself as long as possible. But also I, I listened to a podcast with Ben Bergeron and he's like, that's cool. But the reason I work out this way is because I want to go like kayaking and I want to go rafting and I want to do all of these things into old age. Hey, what did, I, yeah. what did I tell you this morning? Which part? <laughs> 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 so I I used to we we recently uh, for our office um, we got a uh, Kentwood jug and cool. Oh yeah, this was a non-scale victory to cut down <laughs> on my bottle consumption. I still have a few cases left, so but I'm it's just it's not you great want for to the be environment. More environment yeah, I want to be more environmentally friendly. Um, so we got five gallon jugs instead, but I was. Remember when I was in the hotel industry like 12 years ago, having to change those in the office and I would pick it up and it, it was like a struggle, not a struggle, but it's awkward. You got to pick it up chest high. And so that's the last time I picked up a jug and I was kind of expecting to experience that same thing. So I went to go grab it with a hand and when I pulled it up, I used a little bit of force and it came flying <laughs> up. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm this stronger now. <laughs> this is pretty easy. But um, I want to get back to dancing. Like, what is, aside from, like, mental aspects, what's a problem that oh. dancers have a lot? Girls' backs are jacked up. Like, there is no – I could beat around the bush, but I see a lot of girls that do, especially as they get into competition – um, because it is more intensive and there's kind of more more involved than just strict like ballet or something. Um, they are doing all kinds of crazy things with their back and they are not strengthening any of the muscles in their core. Felt like leg injuries as well. 
oh, feet and in- yeah. foot injuries. Well, and I, I think a lot of that boils down to the core not being strong enough. Um, and not being able to like pull yourself kind of out of your feet. It sounds. By really the way, just because you have a six pack doesn't mean you have a strong core. Exactly. Just throw that and out so there. So kind of that's where the emphasis is. It's on looking lean, but it's not about being so, strong. So when you don't there. have a lot of muscle mass and you're doing those movements that require a lot of sheer force on the body, mm-hmm. ligaments, tendons, they're gonna go to shit. I mean, I know girls, like we've had girls in the Nutcracker that are like playing Clara. So they're like 13, 14 years old, and they will have to sit on the side for rehearsal because their backs are so messed up. And they're in, they're in high school. So if you <laughs> threw out all the aesthetics that a ballet dancer is supposed to look like and you lifted for performance, how do you think that would change dancers' lives? I mean, I think long-term, they're going to be getting around better when they're older. I mean, you hear stories, and I still kind of find myself... Could it increase the performance level? I don't know, because I know you need to have, I I know you need to have, like, a certain weight ratio to be able to do some of this stuff. Right. It, I think it could definitely change the scene. So, like, it would be interesting... Like, women are, they do all of the turns and all of these tricky combinations. The guys, you see them leap across stage. Like, I want to, I remember growing up and being like, I want to do the guys' choreography. Mm -hmm. But I'm not expected to be able to do that. I'm not expected to have that kind of power that the guys do. Um, And I mean, I just remember, I I fight myself still because I go to the ballet and I love the way it looks. But I also know what it takes and what's going on behind the scenes and um, I don't think it's good, but I'm yeah, it's it's longevity. Like I've heard stories about Barishnikov, who's like the most everyone knows that male dancer's name, and he has been struggling as he's gotten older. He was also in Sex on the City. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> he was Carrie Bradshaw's uh, boyfriend for a while there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they just destroy their bodies. <laughs> what were you gonna? They ask? can. Some of them. Mm. I was going to say, like, talking about longevity, the number one indicator of living a long life is hand grip strength. It's not body mass index. It's not VO2 max. It's how strong your grip is. And that is because people that are strong have strong grips. Um, So it is key. Talking about Sarah, like, I have a bad back. I was told that I would have trouble walking by the time I'm 40. Like, that's how bad my back is. And doing this, a lot of people would say, oh, I don't have a bad back, so I'm not going to lift heavy. And where I would never, like, go against doctor recommendations. There's a lot of doctors out there, Jonathan, other orthopedic surgeons, that would say, please, I don't care you have scoliosis, you can still lift. Yeah. By strengthening my core muscles, it has done nothing but good things for my back. So, good. yeah. What would you, like, how can we, I, I don't know if we can do it as a gym. We do our part promoting, I guess, the female form. Can I or, just say, like, yeah. one of the members that I just signed up, she's friends with Sarah, walked in and was like, I just love that I'm walking into this class. And number one, it's primarily women. And number two, like I see lots of body types represented here. Yeah. And she pointed that out as like a 
part of the reason why she joined. Um, so I thought that that was really cool. Yeah. That, that's super neat. Um, and like, I ahead. know that we're not going to reinvent the wheel and like to really ask dancers to put an emphasis on weight training, like that would change the entire landscape. Also, of they're not going to do it if a, if a director is not going to choose them because they look right. bulky. So we have to change that. But I just wish that there was some, and I could be very wrong, but that at least when I was very heavily involved in dance, there was just not enough emphasis on resistance training and being strong. Well, we, we also had that conversation about soccer players. Yeah. Female soccer players tend to tear ACLs and MCLs at a higher frequency than male soccer players. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but I'd be willing to bet that a lot of female soccer players would probably lift a lot less than male their male counterparts. Yeah. I mean, it's just not an emphasis as a as a female. Well, I know up. I know that there are. I played high school soccer. And Shout out to all our high school girls in the gym. Yeah, I love that. But I played so high school soccer, and you hear of all these high school athletes that are weight training. We never did that, you know, right. playing soccer. So I don't think that there's an emphasis in the female soccer world. Maybe there is now. Yeah. If, if you know, please let us know because that sucks if it isn't. So um, what what can some females do out there or what kind of we do? As a as a woman, it's just I think about trying new things. I mean, this sounds really corny. OK, it was applied to food. So I was a super picky eater as a kid. And my aunt told me, just try everything once and you never have to try it again. Um, try, like, look at what you're doing. And if it's not working, try something vastly different. And guess what? You never have to do it again. When Emily does that free jump start, you don't have to sign up, but right. you can come in and see what, see we're what it's about. about. Same yeah. thing, same thing for nutrition. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, anything else to add? I think also just for people in general, just watch the language you use. Yeah, watch the comments on other people's bodies too. We feel <laughs> I think I think it's always been this way, but we I think we feel more um inclined than ever to be like to make comments about people's bodies to their faces. Things that um may not seem like a big deal at the time, but especially I don't know about Emily, but for me, I received a lot of comments in a small amount of time, and that could have very easily derailed me. Right. Yeah. So fairly recently, I shared a like progress photo of myself, um, and I got a comment like, I think I prefer the softer version of you. And I'm like <laughs> literally sharing about how <laughs> this pro – like the way that I am looking – currently in this moment like I'm the most confident I've ever been and all yeah. this stuff and they're like I think I liked the softer version better like don't say stuff like that you've also <laughs> been told you've had man arms too yeah so yeah that's not cool it's not cool you actually just have female arms and Thanks. you're very jacked <laughs> yeah because I can lift heavy stuff yeah off the ground. like sorry I mean and I love it I, I wouldn't want to you know I mean I love your muscles I love the way they look. Thanks, baby. They look good. <laughs> so, Sarah, you too. <laughs> you do have nice traps. <laughs> oh, thanks. You too. Thanks. 
<laughs> I love both of y'all uh, from the back. Michael Morrow, Ash Traps. I know that that is in your head right now. Ash Traps. So. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, make sure to love yourself and come check us out. So uh, five-star reviews. Only nice words. Only nice words. Leave a comment. Like, share, subscribe, share, subscribe, like, (laughs) do all those things over and over and over again. We appreciate it. Should Um, they leave at least four sentences? (laughs) (laughs) We said we were going to start reading our reviews. If you leave a four-sentence review and you come in, I'll give you a fit aid. Ooh. $3 fit aid on the line. $3 fit aid on the line for four sentences. It takes less than five minutes of your time. Uh, You just got to screenshot it and bring it to me. Love y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye.